If you are pressured to build your services at an unethical high RUG rates, Brian Markovitz, attorney at Joseph Greenwald and Lake, knows the complexity of your issues and understands that you may not want to report this fraud. If you have been involved with any type of medical fraud, call Brian at 240-553-1207 to discuss your situation with full confidentiality. Again, call Brian Markovitz at 240-553-1207. Defining Moments spotlights a particular moment, incident, or case that either led the writer to a career in physical therapy or confirmed why he or she became a physical therapist or physical therapist assistant. The following essay, titled Swirl of Emotions, was written by Barbara Trencher and Sarah Erke, physical therapy students at Columbia University in New York City. A week before final exams during the second year of our Doctor of Physical Therapy program this spring, we slipped out of a lecture on vestibular disorders 15 minutes early and nervously walked over to the Cancer Center at Columbia University Irving Medical Center. We were about to host our first complimentary exercise class for patients with breast cancer. We had talked about offering the class for nearly two years since our first semester in school. Working together during class breaks and late at night, we had written numerous proposals and emails, sought out meetings with physicians and researchers at several medical centers, researched exercise in patients with cancer, and spent hours posting flyers about the class and rehearsing exercise routines. Developing an exercise program for people with cancer seemed like a no-brainer from a need standpoint. Numerous studies show the benefits of cardiovascular training for this population, both to counter the effects of cardiotoxic chemotherapy agents and to potentially reduce cancer recurrence and improve survivorship. Similarly, Data shows that yoga can decrease anxiety and possibly reduce neuropathy. Many patients with cancer want to participate in exercise classes with other patients because the group dynamic allows them to feel less self-conscious and offers an organic support network. Still, starting an exercise program for this population at a major medical center proved challenging. We struggled to obtain meetings with busy physicians whose approvals we required. We had difficulty securing an appropriate space for the class. We needed a licensed physical therapist to supervise us. And of course, we needed patients. Last, we needed to fit all of this into our busy schedules of classes, exams, and clinic work. Our task was further complicated because neither of us had any training in leading fitness classes. Yes. We are physically fit and exercise regularly. And we both have personal experience with cancer and the benefits of exercise in that context. One of us, Sarah, lost her father to cancer during her first year in the DPT program. And during her undergraduate years, she volunteered in the University of Southern California's exercise program for patients with cancer. Barbara's experience was even more direct. She'd participated in fitness classes at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center while being treated for cancer prior to beginning her DPT program. Neither of us, however, ever had led a fitness class. We knew that that would be very different from simply participating in or assisting a class. So on that spring day, when we walked over to the cancer center to lead the first class, we were nervous. Our biggest fear was dispelled, however, when three women arrived to take the class. The next week, we attracted four more. Some women even came to the medical center specifically to take the class. 
not because they happened to be on campus for other appointments. They were a mix of ages and backgrounds. As it turned out, our worries about participants finding enough value in the class to keep coming back were groundless. In fact, they loved it. 30 minutes into one of the classes, a young woman burst into the room, visibly upset because her radiation treatment had run late, causing her to miss the first half of our class. We, along with the participants, encouraged her to join in. She put her bag down and still wearing the work clothes she'd worn to radiation therapy, jumped right in. As she exercised and stretched with us, we could see her breathing relax and her anxiety diminish. By the end of the class, she was engaged and much more at ease. As we had hoped, the class quickly evolved into a lot more than simply an exercise class for patients with breast cancer. At the beginning of the second class, we explained why we'd started the class and offered the patients a chance to share their reasons for attending and what they hoped to gain. They really opened up, sharing their cancer treatment experiences and discussing the physical and emotional challenges they'd been facing. One woman recounted the frustration of trying to exercise while undergoing chemotherapy and fighting a persistent infection related to her abdominal flat breast reconstruction. She told the group that she had been afraid to work out independently or at a gym because she worried that she would exacerbate the delayed healing of her flap site. She added, however, that she felt confident joining our class because it was targeted specifically to individuals with breast cancer. She knew that those in the room would understand her physical limitations. Her story and those of the other patients were moving. When we turned on the music and got everyone on their feet, we could see the women relaxing and enjoying themselves. We laughed together and made fun of ourselves for feeling sore and struggling to do some of the activities. The good vibes in the room were palpable. By the end of each class, everyone was sweating and smiling. Sometimes the challenges of our lives as DBT students can blur our vision of why we want to become PTs. We spend so much time in the classroom far from patients. Studying late at night and on weekends, we can forget what it feels like to help people recover from an injury or illness. Our CUIMC Cancer Fit classes reminded us why we chose this occupation. People with cancer, like so many individuals who seek out physical therapy, have very little control over their disease and treatment. They often feel frightened and helpless. Participating in physical exercise is a form of treatment from which they benefit enormously and one they cannot get from traditional medicine and physicians. It allows them to be proactively involved in their treatment, actively healing their bodies and minds. During the 60 minutes of exercise class, they leave their challenges, fears, and to-do lists at the door, focusing solely on being present with the group. We have big dreams for CUIMC Cancer Fit. Our pilot program was a success. This fall, we will roll out the program on a larger scale for more people with the goal of ultimately providing fitness classes for all CUIMC patients with cancer. We envision offering a variety of classes, including instruction focused on cardiovascular exercise, strength, and yoga. All classes will be led by students in the university's DPT program. This will have the dual benefit of offering students more exposure to patients and ensuring the classes remain free for participants. As we begin the final year of our DPT program, we are more excited than ever about our career choice. 
Our classroom time and clinical rotations have provided us with much of the knowledge and many of the skills we will need to be successful as entry-level PTs. And our experiences with CUIMC CancerFit have reinforced that there are many ways in which PTs can use their skills and knowledge to benefit patients. Sometimes, as we've experienced, dancing to pop music and joyfully laughing along with a bald woman who recently underwent a mastectomy is exactly the right exercise protocol. This has been an APTA podcast. APTA members can access the latest podcasts and transcripts at www.apta.org podcasts.